Welcome to the... No? No beer in this episode. So it's just a polishing episode. There we go. (laughs) Sometimes we do get to drink a nice cold beer and talk detailing, pints and polishing. But today, today is straight detailing and it is on ceramic coating application. I had the great opportunity, uh, a 12-hour day opportunity, but still fun. Uh, Left Tulsa around 8 o'clock, somewhere around through there. Drove four hours due east, straight into the heart of Arkansas, right in the top to a town called Mountain Home, home to about 12,000 people. So 12,000 people, Mountain Home, Arkansas, we have a distributor there, R&E Paint Supplies. They do a ton of paint products and then have started selling detail supplies and then heard about us and started selling our coatings. Perfect for them and a perfect discussion on what some of our themes are, right? You do not have to drive or sorry, you do not have to detail only Lamborghinis to do a coating, right? You do not have to have just a high-end shop to do a coating kudos to you if you can like that's awesome if those guys can get to that level that's that's incredible but there's so many detailers that aren't really jumping full-time into coatings because they don't feel a that they can do it because they don't have that badass shop or b well my clientele is not going to pay for it right we hear that all the time well my clientele they just wouldn't pay for it those cheap mofos right Everybody complains, oh, they did it, blah, blah, blah. Hey, cool. Well, you're going to hear today from a guy that is in this town doing nothing but, right, this is farmers, this is ranchers, this is, um, you know, people running their trucks for hours through the field, through the forest, they're right up in the Ozarks, right? So um, these are daily driver drivers who are getting their vehicles coated so you'll hear from a guy named Brandon, super great story, and uh, we go around and this is the training. Anyway, hope you enjoy it. It was a fun day for me. And don't forget, freebeersema.com. For those of you that are going to SEMA, which should be all of you, freebeersema.com. Get registered for our pints and polishing free beer night at SEMA. This is October 30th at the Gordon Beers Brewery. And yes, I get fucking super excited. We get to go drink beer for free and it's good beer too. This isn't like come drink a Bud Light. This is handcrafted brewery experience. Belgium style beer, my favorite. I hope I don't drink too much, but I probably will. It is what it is. This is free beer for two hours straight, as much as you want, with some really cool detailers and other people in the industry that are going to be there. So go to it, freebeersema.com. Enjoy, fellas. Thanks for coming and listening all the time. Thanks for the feedback. You guys rock. I really appreciate you all. Hey, hope you make it a great day. All right, so we are in the metropolis of... Mountain Home, Arkansas. All right, Michael, tell us who you guys are. Tell us what your company is. What do you guys do? We are R&E Paint and Supply. We are automotive coatings, detail supplies, industrial coatings. Just kind of a 
basically anything to do with, you know, if it moves, goes on the water, drives through the woods, we try to provide the paint and detail supplies to clean it up and keep it looking good. Mostly it's all paint, like your warehouse. That's our primary business. You're mostly a paint supply to who? Uh, Body shops, uh, dealerships, uh, boat manufacturers, those kind of places. Right. Who's here from Mountain Home, like born and raised? Anybody? No. Closest? I'm the closest, probably. Which is what? I live in Missouri now, but I was born and raised in Mountain Home. Nice. So, so Mountain Home's population of? Uh, about the less than 14,000, like 13,500, something like okay. that. I think about what it is now. Well, that's so. better. Uh, previously, we talked, and I was like, so I went to school, you guys down at Washita, Um uh, Played football and baseball there. Had a, had, a, had a good time, but it was so small, right? 1,200 people in the town. That's and two cool. universities, like, it was so small. More cattle than humans. So it was it was funny. Excellent. So driving back through this part is different, but it's similar, right? Like it's still hills and curves, and the woods are unbelievable. You know the view. There were some trees that were they went started to change, but you could see that some of them were a little bit different than others, and that really takes me back to you know fall time driving through Arkansas. It's <laughs> it's special. Like just the view is amazing. And then some of those roads where the trucks are lined up for hunting days, you know, I remember guys coming back, just trucks full of carcass. You know, it's like, I'm from the city, you know, Tulsa's still the city. I, I didn't right. hunt. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a good place to be. I mean, it, Arkansas's kind of got its own special little flavor. So okay. cool. Introduce your guys. This is Daniel Brewer. He's been with us. What, you've been with us about a year and a half now? Yes. Uh, he's uh, kind of outside sales. He's inside and outside sales. Um, he's kind of got a background from the boat industry. And uh, we're, like I said, now he's primarily outside sales for us. Cool, cool. Where are you from? Portersville, Missouri. Over in the boot hill. Okay. I was like, I'm God. I don't know that I've heard of that one. <laughs> All right, what about you, man? I'm Gary Kinsey. Been with the store pushing 25 years and... Um, just do whatever it needs to be done typically so yeah. um, I'm originally from Dalton Georgia oh what brought so, you over this way uh, family yeah. how long you been in uh, about 30 years oh so, yeah. <laughs> so you were forced as a young child yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. yeah cool what's your name Tanner Pinckney cool what do you do I'm outside sales nice how long you been here been here 11 years so in the area, 11 years? I should have been more specific. Or with the company, 11 years? The company, 11 years. Wow, impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm 45, I, but so it, it'd be a rough 11 years if, if I was only 11. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. All right, so that's that's your company, guys. And yeah, then we've got one more guy. He's still at lunch. He'll be back shortly. No problem. And then we've got a couple detailers. Tell us who you are. Brandon Diggs. Cool. What's your company? A-plus Auto Marine Detail. Nice. How long have you been doing it? Been doing details for over 25 years. Uh, I've had the business six years. Um, so tell me about that 25. What was the first 19? Let's see. Numerous body shops, um, car dealerships, boat dealerships. What made you decide all of a sudden want to do your own thing? Seeing how much... Uh, can be done for the community with it uh customer based tired of working for somebody wanted to venture off and be to myself so and where's it out of uh, it's it's based here in mountain home arkansas 
close? Yes, uh, very close. Yeah. <laughs> like mile away close? Yeah. So how long have you been miles. using them? From the start? Or any? From the start, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, always been with Carbrite or what other products have you used? Uh, mainly Carbrite and 3M products. And what do you like? What's your what's your go-to for stuff? So uh, it's it's Carbrite. Definitely the Carbrite. Yeah, every time. it's a good brand. It's yeah. a good brand. Um, you got into coatings six months, eight months Let's ago? Let's see, a year ago. A year ago, full year? Yeah. Okay. And how's it been going? It's been going very, very well. What, what's been going well? Why? Um, I get numerous uh, business opportunities out of the ceramic coating. I've got people coming from in and out of state constantly. Um, boat industries are starting to bring us on. They're liking what it does for the boats. We've been picking up <laughs> airplanes, ceramic coating the planes, motorcycles. I've even got parts from out of a Harley dealership out of Lebanon sitting in the that we've been ceramic coating and having to send back. Um, people were actually liking their sunglasses ceramic coated, firearms ceramic coated. Um, we've been we've done a couple of uh, RVs with with the ceramic coat, trying that out. They're loving that. From a business aspect, how have you seen profitability wise? Uh, you're in the in you know month to month type uh, profits. Profits have rose tremendously yeah. with the ceramic coat. Um, like I said, people are coming from miles and miles away just to have it done. Um, and they're, they're repeating customers. You know, they, As soon as they get something else, something done, they're turning right around bringing another one. Um, what is it? Why? What is it that they're liking? They're liking the, the lower maintenance of cleaning the vehicles. Uh, okay. It's helped out with being somewhat scratch resistant to a degree uh they're liking less water spots no water spots uh, like the boats for example they're liking the no al al algae sticking to the boats the lime the water spotting so the guys with the boats they can just come right out of the water and just wipe it off yep, real quick they're just wiping it off and being done with it some of them it's not even wiping them off it's drying without anything on it's it's been a really good product. Now you you haven't gone, which we talked a moment ago. So you haven't gone strictly just cars. No. You've branched out into all different. What what was it that made you decide? Okay, I should probably do. You said you're going to do a gun. Like, oh, what made you get into boats? Why'd you do a motorcycles? Like, why why did you venture off? Uh, being prior military, I'm always on my toes, always thinking different different things. Um, I like to try to see what else I can benefit from using a product. Um, I had a gentleman in, his eyeglasses had scratches. They were blurred from the day he got them. We, we used the Anno ceramic coating on them. Um, it filled the scratches in, all the blurs were gone. After that, people's lining up to have their, their glasses done just to have them coated uh, as far as the guns uh, you know it's it's got a heat resistant mm -hmm. you know why not use it on a firearm see if it keep, helps keep the, the, the cleaning inside the barrel or 
trigger mechanisms, all that stuff. Uh, they get these custom paint jobs put on all these AR-15s or other assault weapons. Why not ceramic coat them, keep them nice? Yeah, just keep some, keep some nice. But you basically, you see what I'm getting at. It's like you saw an opportunity. Instead of just staying blinders on, you've seen an opportunity as a business owner. I okay. run with it. Yeah, well, maybe I should try that. And you, you gave something to try. Like, I've even done side-by-side ATVs, four-wheelers. Um, a lot of these people around here like to go to this place called Cloud 9. Um, we got a C9 in Tulsa. Big mud, big mud <laughs> No, it ain't that. <laughs> but uh, the ceramic coating on these side-by-sides, even though they've, they've got textured plastic, it's keeping the mud down on them tremendously. The mud's just falling off. When they go take them to a car wash or whatever, it's, it's a lot less maintenance for them. A lot less money to spray these rigs down and get them cleaned up. Yeah. So you're seeing mostly your customer base's feedback, which is why I sort of like so that you guys can hear. The thing that customers would want, the reason why a detailer would want to use a ceramic is because their customers are having such great experiences. Exactly. And those great experiences are, boy, I'm not having to wash my vehicle as much. I can spend more time doing such and such. Oh, you know. My stuff is staying cleaner, so I can go do something else instead of having to wash my ATV, my truck, my whatever. You know, even with the bugs, a lot of these, like, from where I'm from, Jonesboro, it's all farmland. It's all flatland farmland. Uh, Mosquitoes, bugs are very bad down there. These people come up here, the, the vehicles are just coated with these bugs, and it's helping keep the bugs down they're literally being able to just spray off instead of putting chemical on there and scrubbing the fire out of them it's it's literally making things a lot how simpler. many you think you're doing a week on a week basis oh my uh roughly ballpark five more ten more 30. about 30 and we're in a town of say it again about 14 thousand people and you're doing at least at least 30 li- at least 30 a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because we still talk to a bunch of people on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, how we're connected, like, and they're always, oh, we just, we can't do it, or we're not going to be able to do it, or, oh, the people won't do, like, how as a, as a detailer in a small town, because it's still relatively a very small town, right. what suggestions would you give to somebody that, has a lot more opportunities than just not maximizing the opportunity. You know, for example, if it's a brand new vehicle, why not go ahead and treat it? Um, that way you have less, less maintenance down the road. You don't have paint correction. Some of these vehicles that come but in. I mean, as a detailer's point of view, like, why did you do it as an owner? Like, And why have you benefited? What would you tell another I detailer? Have, I have benefited. All right, I also... Not only do I do detailing, but I'm a contracted canine handler. Um, all my vehicles have been ceramic coated. My canine rig ceramic coated. That rig hits every gravel road, and air, I mean it hits every element pretty much there is that you could throw at it. Um, my first experience with it a week after I first it was the very first vehicle I ceramic coated. For example. Uh, I don't like to sit inside doors all the time. I want to be outside, being active. So I take, uh, I work with kids a lot. Had a couple of kids. We took hiking. 
the trail we went down was six miles down a logging road, dirt road, and that truck was totally engulfed with dirt. Yeah. Black vehicle on top of that. Um, I got out. I was kind of skeptical at first. I was like, man, it's not as good as I thought it was, you know. Because you'd seen videos where you could yeah, just go through yeah, the dirt and yeah. nothing's it, right? You see all these videos. You know, we went hiking. We came back out and loaded the kids up. First thing they did when they came to the truck with all the dirt was a typical kid. They draw pictures all over the side of the car. And I'm thinking to myself, this black truck's all scratched up. I'm going to be buffing. Yeah. So go well. So we load up, go back down the hill, get on the highway. We drive a few miles, stop at a store. And as skeptical as it sounds, there wasn't a speck of dirt and no scratches on the truck. The truck was spotless. That's for sure. I don't think you've told me that story. Nope. It was spotless. The truck nice. was spotless. And what did you use on it? I used the Anno, and Anno. then I went back over with the uh, Y-Wax. Y-Wax. Cool. I've treated the wheels, all the windows, uh, pretty much anything. So you, as a dealer, you used it first once you became a believer then then I, I branched off into into using it. Like, listen, hey, I've used it. It works. You need to do yeah. this, Mr. I, Customer. I use myself as a guinea pig yep. every time. And I think that would be your, your answer to my question. Like, what you're going to tell another detailer is, hey, put it on your own vehicle, exactly. test it, prove that it works, and then you'll be able to, to sell it better. Exactly. And you guys are killing it, you know, yep. going through a ton. All right, tell us who you are. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate I it. I am Izzy Torres with uh, Details by Izzy. Out of detailing. Um, I'm out of Santa Maria, California. Uh, what brought you to Arkansas? Family. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's uh, grandparents, they've been here over 30 years. So. How long my have you wife, been here? Uh, going on nine years. Oh, cool. And uh, I used to do it in California. My brother used to own a body shop. So how's it different? So, this would be cool. Like, how's, how's detailing different here versus California? I'll tell you what, vehicles out there, it's a city. You don't get much of the bugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, vehicles are kept clean. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of lowriders. So a lot of new parts, a mm-hmm. lot of fresh painted parts. I mean, that ceramic coating would be perfect, I mean, for lowriders and stuff like that. Out here, you got to do all the steps. The reason I haven't really got into it, I work for a car dealer. It's really hard to schedule anything. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, somebody comes in, makes a, you know, trades in a vehicle, I mean, you gotta save that slot. You can't really. It's really hard to schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm currently no, looking for a I, shop, and I don't mean necessarily the coding aspect, right. but just detailing in general. I think, which we we've, we've talked about a little bit in some podcasts, misconceptions. Misconceptions are to be a great detailer, you have to be working on Ferraris or right. those high end vehicles that you see all over from California. Right. Like, man, we're in the heart of Arkansas, northern like. <laughs> How's detailing different? It, I mean, it's massively different. Yes, it is. Your your vehicles are different. The the debris on the vehicles different. Debris, yes. Like it's completely different yet the same. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, big difference out there. You don't go out hunting. A lot of people out here they take their trucks, whatever hunting and stuff like that. Man, you got to do some wet sanding, buffing. Out there, you really don't take all those steps. So that's that's how I see it different. I mean. Yeah. I mean, somebody in Cali doesn't know how to clean a fender well that's caked with two inches of red. In, o- in Oklahoma, it's red dirt. Like, and that, sh- that shit sticks. Yeah. Like, that takes forever. So it's a little bit different, but the same in a sense. So, sense, yes. 
Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for the time of coming in. I know you took out of your days to come. I want to make it as much, much value as we can. Um, and so, you know, let's hop right into it. Um, I know you guys probably had some questions as far as, you know, want to make sure that you get answered. If you're going to take time out of your day, you know, what questions do we get answered? So make sure that before we're done, make sure that I've answered, especially if you're out on a truck doing sales, you know, what questions you want answered so that you're best equipped. Likewise, I think you're but you might have some other questions, especially for you, you know, how do you go into opening up a shop? Uh, how, how can I work this into the dealership? You know, make sure that we get those stuff answered too. Um, let's start with just a very basic, um, what is a ceramic coating? Um, ceramic coatings and how do they differ, right? Um, we have for, since, you know, of course, since I've been alive, since most of us all been alive, there's always been a form of paint protection that's usually come in two different ways the first which we can look on yourselves you're gonna have a lot of carnauba waxes right right now the longest standing paint protection in history because it started in what the 1920s or something I don't you know yeah well, long time ago and carried on to put on paint because it does a really great job of making it shine gives it a good gloss the protection wears down right once the truism of how long does a, uh, a carnauba wax last? Probably only a couple weeks. Month at max if it only gets washed a couple times and is garage kept. Okay, but uh, you know, you're only to just give it a couple weeks protection. Sealants, which came out in the 90s, differed from a carnauba wax because of its makeup, right? Instead of carnauba is a polymer. And instead of just sitting on the clear coat, it actually bonded to the clear coat we used to have Teflon enforced sealants was the big deal back in the 90s, early 2000s. Did you use? Yes. Yep, Teflon enforced. And it wasn't until, I guess, DuPont came down and people said, listen, you can't, that's a copyrighted name. You can't use the name Teflon. Even Carbright had, uh, Weather Shield was Teflon enforced sealant. I used it back when I started. So my story, which I briefly talked to Michael, my story is I was, working got out of college had no clue what i wanted to do i literally when i was down at washita i eeny meeny miny mode i had to pick a major and a minor I, I really didn't know what i wanted to do i was just happy to be living life you know um and got out of college n not really any direction even from there and uh just took a job but was very unhappy and kind of made my way through life as i could figure it out but just nothing just really set right and uh, I was basically just complaining to a buddy that I was living with and uh, he's like well fuck it you know why don't you go buy a power washer and clean cars like I've seen people do that you could just get this power washer and put I don't know why like that's what he said and I just it like okay I, I had a Zuzi Rodeo um, love that thing it was a great love that car and uh, it's like man I like cleaning my rodeo and so it's what I did went to the bank I think it was like four grand, got a small little business loan for $4,000 and just started cleaning cars. You know, we didn't have tutorials. We didn't have how to do. It was clean the car and hopefully the customer's happy. And if they're not, don't do that again. You know, that's, that's kind of how I started the business. Um, 
grew that, then built a car wash with some customers, sold out of that, went to work for a chain of car washes. That didn't work. Um, and basically was escorted off. Like, you know, basically the boss came in and said, hey, I'm not building these other washes. You know, I don't need you. You know, basically. So uh, I had four thousand. It's funny. It started with four. And then the next time I had, had for this business in 2010, I had $4,000. I put it towards chemicals, Carbright and Eagle One, and just was like, well, I, I didn't really know. just seemed like the next logical step because I'd already started talking to them. And uh, here we are. That's eight years later. Uh, we came out with our own coating a couple years ago because I could see where the industry was. Sealants had done really well. Coatings had kind of started blimping about four years ago. Three years ago is really when I said, okay, I need to nail down as a company who we're going to have as a coating that relationship didn't work and we just said let's take our time um and we can we can have our own brand and it's done very well been very happy with with that that to me is is the biggest um it's not so much you know how many we're doing or what like hearing stories in which which when you said earlier you're talking about is like okay hold your thoughts because i want to interview you again when we've gone around to different distributors and hearing those stories from people across the country is amazing. Like as a detailer, we didn't have that. It was 25 to 50 bucks a pop as we went around when we could do a full detail for a hundred dollars, you know, that was a good day. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of why I was wanted to pull from you is how different it is today, which is perfect for you guys because as salesmen, when you're doing outside sales and you're talking to shops or detailers, like, listen, guys, like, what you have here, you don't understand. We've never had P to be able to make and find. You don't need to give your exact numbers, but we hear on a regular basis, and even when I do it myself, 75 bucks an hour, 100 bucks an hour. Some guys are making more than that, but you can pop out using Anyo, a couple hundred bucks added onto your full detail. You're at three fifty to four hundred dollars, and it doesn't really take you any more time. But you're adding another couple hundred dollars. You you make literally seventy five bucks or a hundred bucks an hour, and you don't need a PhD for it. Like you don't need a hundred thousand dollars of school debt. Like this is for everybody. Anybody that's a detailer now has that opportunity to make some serious cash, and so that's the exciting part. And to hear stories you know, what it's meant to you is, is always great. So I'm glad you've dove right into it, sunk your teeth into it. Yeah. Um, so, so when we wanted to, to have our own, we wanted to make sure, oh, nice. Nice rainstorm. Man, we had one yesterday come through Tulsa that was brutal. It was so bad. I mean, massive rain. So rain's always good, though. All right, um, when, when we came out with our code, we wanted to make sure two things, right? First of all, we had used some that were so multi-layered and you had to go through all these steps and it just took a lot of work, right? It was not user-friendly as far as a detailer. We actually were like, why do they make it so hard? Well, maybe because it makes you feel like you're an elitist or, you know, if I've been able to use this, then I should be able to do any, like, maybe it was the ego part of it. We don't know, but was like, we don't want that. We want to help guys to be able to put it on quicker and to be user-friendly. Second of all, we've seen some user-friendlies that 
didn't really last and the, the quality wasn't great. So it was kind of a catch-22. We wanted it to be user-friendly as well as we wanted it to really have some oomph and to last. And I think we've done a, a good job doing that. You got Anyo, let's start at YWAX, all right? You got a YWAX, which is our most entry level, all right? So it could, this would be when you're working with dealerships, this would be the one that could maybe penetrate a hair. Granted, some car lots are super small and they're just, it's not even gonna be on the radar. But in the dealership world, throwing on Y-Wax, and especially if you can get it through the service drive and that's type, like that's a valuable place. It's so easy to use. Any detailer, really any detailer could use it. And you can add anywhere from 50, 100, 200. Some guys are getting, we're getting some guy out of Florida. Um, uh, uh, and he, I think he said he was getting three, is either 300 or 350 bucks a car just to do YWAX, right? So, um, and I apologize, Larry, I didn't mean to say some guy, Larry, in case you're listening. <laughs> Larry's getting that kind of, you know, so um, guys are being able to do really well with it, but yet it's very, very easy to use. Very entry level, will last up to a year, contains 15% SIO2, which we put it, we used to, when we would say that, people would ask, well, what does the other product have? Or what is it, you know, so um, if you've heard of in the industry, Reload from CarPro, it contains 5% SIO2. Um, another one that's entry level that uh, a lot of people will use is CanCoat from Gion or Gion, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's 10%. So in that entry, entry level, high quality coating, we're still ahead of everyone else. So you get, that's why you get so much shine, so much gloss to it, as well as you get up to a year protection, right? Now, if they're going through the car wash or they're scrubbing it with a brush every week, they're not gonna get a year. That's why we say up to, right? Um, and then our next step up, it's Anyo, and it's also one of those entry level, easy to apply. You just get a longer protection. You get a one to two year, right? And then our flagship uh, is, um, it is CUC 105. It is our three to five year. It's a 65% SIO2. Um, it's composite, um, very important term because instead of having to layer and do two different layers, which a lot of brands want you to do layers, composite means inside its matrix, inside the way it's formulated, it's got both of those layers combined. So when you go and apply it and you'll see You'll see a difference between Y-Wax and CC-105, how thick CC-105 is, and it likes to be laid on thick. It, it'll have a base coating already in it and a top coating. And the way it separates and the way it does, then you can, you can almost feel the thickness in the clear coat. It's, it's a really special product. Um, and getting some good national publicity. Some big detailers, in a sense, quote unquote, they are, they've been using it, they like it, and that product itself is growing very fast. So um, not entry level though, you know, you, they need to make sure they know what they're doing, which is why we always recommend start with that Y-Wax, start with the Anyo, which is what I think what we've done through distribution is, okay, let's start here. Everybody's comfortable, we can move up to the next level. Um, you're gonna pay more, you're gonna charge more, the customer's gonna get more. So it, it's just a, a process. All right, any questions about that? Nope. You can definitely feel it. 
Definitely feel it. Yeah. CC 105. That's that's one of the things I like to do is demonstrate with half of a hood done and let them come back and feel it because you can actually feel it kind of dip down a little bit. And there's always a static charge that goes into this stuff. You can always feel. Hmm. It seems like it's about about that high off of the off the body of the vehicle. It'll start making your hair stand up on your arms. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, any questions from sales aspect? We just want to see the product, get it to it, huh? All right. Uh, let's uh, let's do that. We've got IPA wipeout. You already did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Sorry, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and and we can grab a couple towels and knock it out real quick and do that. 